Good day to you, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Film Focus, episode 70, the 2019 Oscars recap. East and Western, welcome to another episode of Film Focus. I am your host, the Hypersonic 55, and I'm glad you decided to join me once again for some film related discussion. And before we get into the topic of discussion for today, I will just say right now apologies for being gone for like technically a month now. I had a lot of plans to, you know, review Glass and, um, was it Elite Battle Angel, but timing just wasn't on my side. Uh, you know, the Lego movie number two and, uh, how to Train Your Dragon 3, or films I really want to review on the podcast, but time has gotten away from me, and obviously it's just not relevant anymore. If I have time, I might try to do like late mini-reviews for those, but uh, we'll see, we'll see. Anywho, um, I will be back in a more frequent manner, so just wanted to put that out there before we get into uh, today's subject matter. So anyway, you clicked on this because you wanted to hear my thoughts about the Oscars. So... The Oscars 2019, the 91st Academy Awards, have come and gone. And unlike the previous few years, I didn't actually watch this one. Mainly because I was actually at work and then decided to go to the cinema afterwards. So um, by the time I got out of the cinema, everything was done and dusted. I did keep up to date with some of the awards that had come out as they were coming out. But yeah, I'm not going to lie. My interest in the Oscars this year was definitely nowhere near as high as it was you know, in the previous year or the previous year before that. I think just because the overall selection of films that were nominated this year just weren't to my interest. I mean, there were certainly films in there that were, you know, that I was hoping were going to win certain awards here and there, but I feel like the selection of films just weren't nearly as interesting as last year. Last year, with the Oscars, the uh, 90th one, had such a great selection of films from Coco to The Shape of War, Darkest Hour, Dunkirk, Baby Driver, Phantom Fred, Blade Runner 2049, Mudbound, and you know, just a whole load of other films. Oh yeah, I, Tonya, Three Billboards, and yeah, just all those films that were nominated and you know some that won some that didn't they just had a better selection of films plus i'd seen a good chunk more of those films than i did with the nominations this year i don't know i feel like the uh, some of the nominated films for you know the more critical awards were you know just a little bit more hidden and didn't really have as much of a wide release and you could argue that's been the case for the or you know oscars for years now but you know now we're getting into a whole different subject now anywho Oscars 2019, I wasn't overly hyped, but I was curious to see certain films, you know, win. So today, what we're going to do is just have a very casual look through the winners, and just, I just want to share my thoughts on, like, some of the winners, and, uh, yeah. I won't be going through every department, just the critical ones that are interesting to me, so without further ado, we're going to jump in. So right now, we're going to start with the film that won Best Picture. Now, this was an interesting race between a good few varied types of films. You had Black Panther, Black Klansman, Bohemian Rhapsody, Green Book, The Favourite, Roma, A Star Is Born, and Vice. 
as the films that were nominated this year. And of those films, I had only seen, I think, about maybe half of those, which was A Star Is Born, Black Klansman, Black Panther, and Bohemian Rhapsody. I really, really wanted to see Green Book, but it had such a limited release in the UK, and it came out after I moved into Canada. And I just haven't had had the time to go back and see it while I've been over here. But I will see it soon, because obviously it won a few awards. But anyway, Green Book ended up being the film that won. And I was like, oh, that's nice. I'm happy for everybody that won. But obviously I didn't see it, so I don't have that sort of attachment. I was hoping that A Star Is Born would win, just because that film, you know, was it emotionally gripped me uh, during 2018. But yeah, all well and good for Green Book. Moving on to Best Performance by Leading Actor, and this one was interesting. You had Christian Bale in Vice, Bradley Cooper in The Star Is Born, Willem Dafoe in At Attorney's Gate, Rami Malek in Bohemian Rhapsody, and Viggo Mortensen in Green Book, and Rami Malek won it. And I was so pleased, so pleased for my boy, because Remy Malik, if you've seen this guy, you know that he was the dude from Mr. Robot. That's where he sort of emerged. And from there, he's sort of done a few other TV and film projects. But he's definitely rised in stardom. And when he ended up, you know, getting the role of playing Freddie Mercury, I was just like, hmm, he looks good. Definitely in the trailers. But seeing him in the film, he was incredible. The amount of attention to detail that charisma, charm, vulnerability, and just emotional weight that he brought to the character was incredible. So I was so pleased that he won. Um, I still haven't seen Vice. Um, I'm still curious to see how that plays out. I will see Green Book soon. Bradley Cooper was amazing in A Star Is Born. He was damn good. Um, and at Eternity's Gate, I think I heard little mini things about that film, but not really enough to you know have an opinion on it. But Willem Dafoe is normally great in everything, so I'll, I'll be sure to check it out, but I'm very happy for Malik's win. Best performance by a supporting actor. So, let's see, you had a few interesting choices, especially with Sam Elliott in A Star Is Born and Adam Driver in Black Klansman. But I would say Marshall Ali winning in Green Book was not too much of a surprise. Ali is pretty much good in everything I've seen him in, so yeah, man. Ollie winning for Green Book, I'm happy for him. I will see that film soon. Best performance by an actress in a leading role. This was an interesting set of choices just because I have not seen any of these besides Lady Gaga and A Star Is Born and I really wanted to see her win that just because, you know, her performance captured my heart, man. But it went to Olivia Coleman in The Favourite and I heard that film was really good for her performance. I never got around to watching it just because it didn't look like my kind of thing, even though I really wanted to give it a chance just because, you know, I try to see what I can with the free time that I have, but I just didn't have much free time because I was packing to go to Canada. But anyway, um, good on Coleman. She's a good actress. So yeah, good times. Best performance by an actress in a supporting role. I haven't seen any of these, so I just don't know what is going on here. But if Bill Street could talk, I heard a lot of rummagings about that film. I didn't really look too much into it, but I heard that film was good. So Regina King, she's a great actress, so I'm happy that she won. All right, and this is where we get into a department that I was actually really hyped for. Best Animated Feature. And this was, a, I would say, almost a foregone conclusion, though you could look at it and just say, mm, I don't know. So with the nominations, you had Incredibles 2, Isle of Dogs, 
Mirai, I hope I'm saying that correct. Ralph breaks the internet, which is Wreck-It Ralph 2, and obviously Spider-Man is the Spider-Verse. Now, Incredibles 2, when I first saw that, I thought that film was great. And, you know, visually, uh, it's another one of those really well-crafted Pixar films. Pixar have gotten to that point now where they are just absurdly creative and really good at just making really great-looking CG animated material. They're really good. And Isle of Dogs, while I wasn't overly keen on that film myself, I'd say that the stop-motion in that film was damn impressive. Mariah I didn't see, Ralph Breaks the Internet was good, but I feel like it's just another, you know, really good looking 3D CG film from Disney. There wasn't really anything in there that was overly interesting. But Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, boy, if you ain't seen that film already, like, you know, don't know what you're doing, you need to go watch it. That film was literally an assault of beauty onto my eyes, man. I have seen numerous styles of 3D animated films since like, you know, I was growing up in the 90s and this was literally the pinnacle in terms of the amount of layering, the attention to detail, the amazing action sequences, the use of color and, you know, different varied art styles all slapped together in such an intricate manner. That film, I, I literally just said to myself, if this film doesn't win at the Oscars, it will be the biggest mistake in the history of animated films, but that's just me. But yeah, man, um, I'm happy that Into the Spider-Verse won. That film was just such a delightful, beautiful film from an artistic and animation standpoint. So yeah, uh, hats off to Sony Animation, man. They, they pulled it out of the bag. Great stuff. Okay, so when it comes to cinematography, I haven't seen any of these films besides The Star is Born. And that film was done pretty darn well. But with all the hype surrounding Roma by Alfonso Cuaron, you knew that film was going to win. And it did. And I'm curious to see this film. I'm not like, you know, was it immediately going to run out and watch it? But I'll probably watch it, you know, probably soon-ish. When it comes to costume design, these were some pretty interesting choices. You had the ballad of Buster Scruggs, Black Panther, The Favourite, Mary Poppins Returns, and Mary Queen of Scots. Now, Mary Queen of Scots, I didn't actually see the film, but from the trailers that I saw, those costumes looked pretty good. The costume design in Mary Poppins Returns was pretty decent as well, but I had hoped that Black Panther was going to win for the costume design because... Black Panther is one of those sort of films where, you know, depending on who you talk to, it was the greatest thing since, you know, sliced bread, or it was a film that was wildly overhyped, or as a film that, you know, it's just alright. For me, I thought it was a really good movie with some really great elements in there, but it's not a perfect movie and it didn't, it's not this life-changing film that, for me, you know, it, it, it just wasn't like, you know, it, was like, oh! it had a lot of really good good stuff in it but yeah anyway i'm getting too you know lost in it but one of the things i did like about the film was the costume design those costumes were very very sleek interesting very such a good color scheme for uh, you know whether you're talking about the people in wakanda to uh, you know some of the international stuff going on in america everybody had a very intricate design to their costumes whether they be heroes villains side characters it was all put together in a very nice way so the fact that Black Panther 1 in costume design pleased me greatly and when it comes to achievement in directing it comes down to Spike Lee for Black Klansman, Paul Palaliuski, oh my god I butchered that name for Cold War, the dude who did the favorite I'm not going to say his name 
uh, Alfonso Caron for Roma and Adam McKay for Vice and wouldn't you know it Alfonso Caron won for Roma again there was a lot of hype and uh, talk about this film especially in the last month leading up to the event of the Oscars so you know good for him um, I don't really have much more to add than that when it comes to best documentary I didn't see any of those so I have nothing to contribute in that department so moving on okay so when it comes to film editing this is when things get interesting you had Black Klansman, Bohemian Rhapsody, The Favourite, Green Book and Vice I've only seen two of those Black Klansman and Bohemian Rhapsody and I thought both were pretty good but Bohemian Rhapsody had a very intricate uh, style when it came to its editing it was very on point it was very slick and the fact that a lot of it had to do with you know timing uh, in relation to certain scenes and the music it was very intricately done so the fact that John Oatman won for Bohemian Rhapsody I was very pleased so good for him good times alright moving on to music oh man you know what I didn't even look up the music one now that I've seen it I'm so happy so yeah the uh, Academy Award for the uh, music was uh, Black Panther, Black Klansman, If Bill Street Could Talk, Isle of Dogs, and Mary Poppins Returns. Now, if you listen to this podcast and you know about my thoughts on Black Panther, then you know how much I gushed about Ludwig Göransson's uh, film score for Black Panther. It was one of the best aspects of the film by a mile. It was just a really interesting, eclectic kind of sound that sort of mixed in, you know, the natural orchestrated sounds you come to expect with these, uh, you know, sort of films, but also had like, you know, the African like music elements fused in with some hip hop stuff as well. And, you know, that soundtrack was amazing. Uh, you know, during some of these sequences when you get to see Wakanda for the first time or uh, T'Challa and uh, Killmonger are going at each other during, like, you know, was it one of the uh, trials of their fighting? Uh, that film has a beautiful soundtrack. And the track, specifically Wakanda, is one of my favorite pieces of music from any of the MCU films ever. It's just a damn good piece of music. So the fact that uh, Goranson actually won for Black Panther brings joy to my soul, man. Alright, and now it comes to achievement in music, so basically the uh, best original song, and I feel like after A Star Is Born came out, it was a foregone conclusion. Now, All Of The Stars is actually a pretty catchy song, which, you know, showed up all over the place after Black Panther came out, but I'm not gonna lie. Once Shallow came out, it was literally just the best song in my life. And while I feel like the recorded version on the soundtrack isn't as good as the version in the film, Shallow is still an incredible, beautiful, well-crafted piece of music. The harmonies between Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper is just undeniably beautiful. And in the context of the film, especially when you see it for the first time, it is one of the most beautiful, magical things I've seen in film in years. So yeah, I know some people probably might be, you know, over the song now, but to me, it's a great song. I'm happy that I won A Star Is Born, the song Shallow, great times, I'm pleased. Alright, and when it comes to production design, this was the next win for Black Panther. I'm very pleased that this film won it because, again, of the elements of the film that were strong about it, the film score, 
and you know some of the story and character elements were good but the production design was also really good as well and I am pleased that they won for that department. When it came to best animated short I really should watch a lot more of these but I knew uh, Bayo would win it. That was just a very interesting short animation. It was really well done. It was one of those little ones that confused me a lot when I first watched it but then after I looked up online and sort of saw what the uh, director was going for I was like oh okay that makes sense but Bayo was a really nicely done stuff so I'm I'm happy for it. When it comes to sound editing this is where things start to get a little bit more interesting. For me looking at the sound editing department you have Black Panther, Bohemian Rhapsody, First Man, A Quiet Place and Roma and A Quiet Place was really well done especially for the fact that there was a really good use of sound and then the lack of sound in that movie. Um, First Man had some really great elements with that film and Black Panther was pretty solid as well, but Bohemian Rhapsody, I could totally understand why that one for sound editing. Again, there was a certain intricacy that came with that and the music, so, you know, well done. Moving on to sound mixing, again, Bohemian Rhapsody won for that, and I really had hoped that sound mixing and editing would have gone to First Man just because that was two of the most interesting and notable elements that I found in that film myself. And now we move on to the visual effects, and every year, every year, I keep looking at this, hoping that one of my favorite films will win, and it never does. And unfortunately, that was the case again this year. You had, in the visual effects department, Avengers Infinity War, Christopher Robin, First Man, Ready Player One, and Solo. And Solo, it was a good looking film, but I don't think that was, you know, it was in the running, really. Ready Player One was just a visual assault on the eyes, it was such a nerdy fun film. Christopher Robin I didn't get around to watching that. My uh, money was on Infinity War because that film was incredibly cool. The amount of stuff that they did to set that film up, you know, was it in terms of the characters, the action sequences, the uh, you know, visual effects of like the worlds and all those uh, particle effects and all that crazy stuff. It was really well done and I really had hoped that this was the year that like, you know, was it uh, you know, Avengers film you know, Avengers style film will win it, but no, it went to First Man, but hats off to First Man, because the visual effects in that film were damn impressive, to the point where I was trying to figure out where there was, you know, was it live action stuff, and you know, was it stuff done with CG, it felt like just a perfect meshing, it was very realistic and really well done, so, you know, First Man, I'm pleased. Okay, and that's me gone through all the relevant things in the Oscars that I want to talk about. Overall, I feel like the Oscars this year was pretty decent. There wasn't that many major upsets. And I feel like, again, I don't really have much of a perspective on this just because I didn't see nearly as many of the nominations this year as I did last year. And because the films that were nominated in some areas just weren't as interesting to me as last year's entries. I was just like, eh, you know, whatever. But for the films that did win and the departments that I was interested in, I'm very pleased. I am so happy that Into the Spider-Verse won for animated feature. I'm happy that Ludwig Göransson won for Black Panther. His film score was excellent. And, you know, I am just very happy for Rami Malek that he won for Best Actor. His work as Freddie Mercury was just A1 material. And again, the fact that Black Panther won for costume design, 
just pleases me greatly. So yeah, now I throw it over to you guys. What did you think about the Oscars 2019? Was it everything you wanted and more? Was it less than you wanted? Was it just, no, I don't care about the Oscars, whatever. Why? Then if, you, if your opinion falls into the last one, then I don't know why you're listening to this, unless you just want to hear my voice, which is very fine, if that's the case. But anywho, leave me your thoughts in the comment section below or holler at me on Twitter where I am at Hypersonic 55 or at FilmFocus55. Um, yeah, be sure to check us out on SoundCloud and iTunes. I really need the boost in power, so like you know, see if you can leave me some nice thoughts, ratings, and uh, you know, subscribe. That'd be great. That'd be awesome, man. Anyway, that's gonna do it for another episode of Film Focus. Thank you for listening, and until the next time, this is the Hypersonic 55 signing out. Peace. Thank mm-hmm. you.